Hello and welcome to the line by line analysis of uh, Sonnet 29. Sonnet 29 shows the poet at his most insecure and troubled situation. He presents himself in a despicable state of mind. He feels very dejected. When in disgrace with fortune and men's eyes, I all alone beweep my outcast state. The poet here feels that he is in disgrace and he is not favored by fortune. He has no riches, he has no wealth with him and he feels that he is not favored by the men around him. I all alone beweep my outcast state. He finds himself in a socially outcast situation. And when he has no wealth and when he is in disgrace, he finds that he is all alone. He wants someone to comfort and soothe him in this situation, but there is no one to console him and comfort him. And he is all alone and he weeps over his outcast state. So in the poem, Shakespeare does not tell us why he is in such a situation. And I, in the last session, I had told you that he was a poet, he was an actor and a playwright. In 1592, there was the outbreak of plague. Plague was a very infectious disease at that time. And because of that, all the theatres were closed down in London. So you know that he was an actor and a playwright. And what happens to him when all the theatres are closed down? He is uh, left without any job. And at that time, uh, these poets and playwrights uh, were patronized by rich men. Rich men used to support them financially. But Shakespeare had no such patrons. And so he was not financially in a very good situation. And uh, usually there will be no friends uh, when you are in such a situation. So there was no one to help him. And another reason was that uh, uh, there was a bitter attack on him by a fellow playwright called Robert Green. Robert Green had made a very insulting remark about Shakespeare in an article. He described Shakespeare as an upstart crow beautified by others' feathers. So this was a great insult to an upcoming uh, playwright and actor Shakespeare. So this might have uh, put him in such a despicable situation and he, feel he might have felt that uh, uh, he is very much disgraced in the eyes of others. So these are all speculations made by critics after they read the poem. In the poem, Shakespeare does not tell us about the reason why he feels so dejected and the reason why he feels himself in such a despicable situation. 
so these are all speculations made by critics after the close reading of sonnets and troubled deaf heaven with my bootless cries and look upon myself and curse my fate so what can the poet do in such a situation he feels very dejected and there is no one around neither relatives nor friends to comfort him so so the only thing that he can do is to turn to god so he troubles heaven with his cries he turns to god but the problem is that god is deaf that means god does not listen to his prayers so he finds his his cries bootless they are helpless cries he is crying and praying to god but god has turned a deaf ear to his prayers here there is a biblical allusion there is a reference to a character called job in the old testament in bible you know that bible has two editions one is the old testament and the other is the new testament and there is a character called job in the old testament and uh, like shakespeare when he was in trouble he called to god but god did not listen and the poet finds himself uh, in such a situation and he likens him he compares himself to job of the old testament in the bible and here uh, shakespeare has made use of a literary device called personification here heaven personified is god and here god is deaf and he does not listen to the prayers of shakespeare and hence the poet's cries are bootless or useless so uh, what can the poet do then the poet curses himself the poet uh, he, uh, first he turns to god and prays and cries and god does not listen to him and then the poet turns to himself and curses his fate this is what job also does job uh, uh, when he is in a uh, despicable state he turns to god he prays he cries god does not listen and job curses himself curses his fate likewise poet curses his fate when he finds that god does not listen to his prayers wishing me like to one more rich in hope featured like him like him with friends possessed so the poet turns to people around him and he feels very unlucky shamed and he becomes fearly fiercely jealous of people around him he looks at other people and then he finds that um, one is rich in hope some people are very hopeful of their future but the poet is not and then he looks at other people and uh, he feels that some have friends uh, some 
are very attractive some are very lucky and uh, the speaker feels jealous of them and he finds that uh, um, he envies what others have he feels that he has nothing whereas others have everything he feels that they have something that he lacks and he wishes to be like them now he feels hopeless he finds himself dejected he turns to god what to do god does not listen to his prayers he has no friends to help him he has no riches with him the theater is being closed he has no job no money so he becomes hopeless even uh, when even god does not uh, pray, uh, listen to his prayers how can he be hopeful so he wishes to be like uh, the one who is more rich in hope when he looks around he finds that some people are hopeful and sometimes they are very wealthy they have money with them uh, so he feels jealous of all those people desiring this man's art and that man's scope with what i most enjoy contented least so uh, he looks at people around him and he feels that some people have wealth some people have hope some people have talents and scope what is scope uh, they have opportunities they have freedom uh, so he envies uh, he becomes jealous of the artistic talents of one man and he becomes jealous of the opportunities that other people have so when he looks around he feels that others are in a better condition when compared to him some people at least have hopes about future some people have riches wealth money some people have artistic talents some people have opportunities and freedom and he does not have anything and now the problem is that uh, earlier he used to enjoy doing something now the problem is that uh, he is depressed and dejected and when you are dejected uh, you don't find pleasure in doing anything earlier you might have uh, found pleasure in doing something in listening to music in eating good food you find some pleasure in doing all these things but when one is depressed the problem is that you cannot be satisfied with anything or you don't find pleasure in anything that you do this is the present position that the poet finds himself in yet in these thoughts myself almost despising happily i think on thee and my state like to the lark at the break of the day arising from sullen earth sings hymns at the heaven's gate so in the previous lines we find that the poet is presenting a problem before the readers he is in a despicable state he is very depressed and he has no hopes for future and he envies all those around him and then uh, he says that i am um, uh, in such a very despicable state but uh, then i think of you 
so the poet is addressing some friend of him and he says that in this despicable situation i think of you and i i um despise myself but uh, when i think of thee thee means you and when i think of thee uh, i have some hope uh, i am become hopeful of future like a lark here there is a literary device used a figure of speech used simile because the poet compares himself to a lark the speaker uh, talks about the effect of love on his state state here means his emotional uh, well being Uh, that is the poet is very depressed because he has no riches uh, he has no money he has no friends even the god is not listening to him at that time the thought of love brings a, a change of mind and here the lark La, uh, lark is uh, uh, thought of as a bird in heaven and uh, it is described uh, Uh, as um uh as a bird that appears at the break of day and this uh, says that uh, this uh, means that day is much happier than the night when one is dejected uh, he may not experience so much of problems during the day time but as it approaches the night time one feels more dejected so here the poet wants to say that uh, the day is much happier than the night so daybreak is compared to the dawning of a thought of the beloved the lark is pictured as a bird of heaven and it is singing hymns hymns means religious songs praising god at the heaven's gate so like a lark the poet feels very happy at the thought of the fair lord at the thought of his friend and like the lark singing with a rejuvenated hope the poet will feels hopeful thinking of his friend for thy sweet love remembered such wealth brings that then i scorn to change my state with kings so here the word state is a pun that is it carries many meanings the first one is that it is a state of mind we use the word state of mind to denote our feelings what is your state of mind are you happy are you sad are you angry so state means your emotional being your uh, feelings then uh, then here uh, the thought of uh, the friend makes the poet so happy that uh, even if uh, somebody asks uh, him to exchange his uh, state with kings uh, he will not be ready to do someone would be ready to give him all the wealth that a king possesses he will not be ready to uh, exchange uh, to 
give them the love that his friend gives him so uh, it this word state may mean a nation or a kingdom so here state is used in two meanings the first one is the emotions of the speaker and the second is the state or nation of which the king is head so uh, in the couplet uh, in the last two lines uh, or in the last four lines uh, the poet presents a solution to the problem that he has presented in the poem he says that um, he is very dejected very he feels himself in a despicable position because he has no wealth he has no friends and even god does not listen to his prayers but he is speaking in the last lines he is speaking about the change that is brought to his mind when he thinks about his friend the effect of love on a sorrowful person when he thinks about his friend he is filled with hope like a lark who is singing songs at heaven the lark is always pictured as a bird which is singing only happy songs so like a lark the poet becomes happy the poet's mind is filled with hope when he thinks about his friend and the thought about his friend fills him with so much happiness and hope that uh, even if someone is uh, uh, ready to give him the wealth of a king he will not exchange his friend's love to get all these riches so the word state here is used as a pun it has two meanings one is the emotional state of the poet and the other is nation or state of which the king is the head thank you